my field daisies. We have a very special guest on the podcast today. Say hi, Blue. Hello. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so glad I'm here. Honestly, thank you for inviting me. Of course. Yeah. Mm. And what is our life lesson for today? Okay, so I take voguing classes, and I have a very special friend there called Cleo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, no, let's say them. They are like uh, tell me a lot of. Uh, like good things but especially this one thing that I have like in my mind uh, is like I got close to them and after the practice I, uh, I told them yeah I'm getting really good at things I struggle and they say oh girl we don't struggle here we work towards getting better and I think that resonates so much with me honestly Wait, I love that it's we don't struggle we only get better yeah I love that that's yeah. amazing yeah okay Roll the intro music. Hello again, my field daisies. Um, hi, Blue. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my god. Thank you. Okay, so tell the listeners how do we know each other. Okay, so <laughs> we were doing this show called A Sketch of New York. Yes. And uh, like at first, like no one in the cast talked to each other. Like it was, yeah. it, it was rough, it right? Was, it was, it was just very crickets. I feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was rough, but at the same time, we were like just focusing and just like trying mm-hmm. to like give our best. Yeah, in the I think show. we were like doing rehearsal and then like you know going home. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it was a lot like that. Like we were like get uh, into the place to rehearse and I think like we we were all into doing whatever we were doing in the moment and mm-hmm. be like okay so this is what we're doing now maybe we don't have to bond but like we did bond a lot yeah. like i did towards like the end of yeah. it you know what i think the energy shifted when we got into the theater space because then we were yeah. all in the back together before, yeah like uh while we're doing like the dress rehearsals i think that's at least for me is when i feel felt a lot closer with the cast yeah no i feel that too i mean yeah. i already knew one of the uh, people in the cast so like mm. it was like easy to like us two and then get close to like other people yeah. actually two people in the cast are dating right I hope they listen to this podcast if they I, do- know. I, I doubt they will so if they don't whatever we need to make them listen to it now yes oh my god okay so yeah, we literally had a love story come out of the cast they were like yeah. dating they like they were in a scene together and you know what's funny it's I, I, I was like paired up in the scene originally with Jared and then um and then it got switched out with Anne, and I'm so glad it got switched because I think it was literally a speed dating uh, scene. So a sketch of New York was just a bunch of sketches um, of living in New York and the stereotypes of living in New York and the dating culture of living in New York. And so this scene was about speed dating, and it was a joke because um, you know how people like play chess in the park and stuff, yeah. and they had like the timers. The timer, yeah. And so literally, like she brings a timer, she puts it on the table, and they're just like going back and forth, like answering questions about themselves. And the great thing about this show is that it was also improv based, so they were really answering like about like where they're from, like what they're into, like yeah. everything, and like the spark Dur- just blew. <laughs> Do you remember that moment when they were rehearsing and like a, a, like a Jared uh, like confessed? <laughs> Uh, he used to be a Mormon yeah. and like Anne was laughing so loud I was mm-hmm. like that that made me a, a, like yeah. <laughs> that g- gave me a lot of joy it gave me a lot moment. of joy too and I hope they I don't know I hope they listen to this but um, we think you're so cute we shipped you from the beginning I know we were like gossiping about it I know it. we were trying to get you guys together by the way we are just like they need to Together. Yeah, do you remember when we like went out after the second night and we yeah. were doing the show <laughs> uh, we were the uh, 
four plus uh, mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. And uh, we were like in the bar. We were like got drunk, uh, really drunk. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, me and Daisy like already like bonded. Uh, so like we were yes. like so like uh, talking and stuff like that. And then then Jared and Anne, so we we knew that there was like supposed to be with each other. So like when we go out, it was like raining, like pouring. And we're like, uh, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I like uh, Daisy tells, uh, tells me we, we shouldn't wait for them. Let's just like let them be on their own. So I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go to have pizza, the both of us and let them be. Them. Yeah. Also, we were so drunk. We were really drunk. <laughs> it's the day I fell in love with espresso martinis. Yes. We had so many espresso martinis and it was so good. Also, like Anne knows so much about drinks, too. She, she was like, giving us an education lesson on all the drinks. I feel. Yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out to Anne. Shout out to Anne. Yeah. And Jared, we yeah. ship you guys so hard. Um, anyways, I think this is a good segue into what we wanted to talk about in this podcast, and that is dating in New York Shit. and how it fucking sucks. Yeah, I know. This is like an intervention <laughs> for me to stop being a whore. You will. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not a whore. You're not a whore. I mean, I am, and I'm proud of it. Okay, ha- actually, fair. Then, yeah. Hashtag. Pr- hashtag. Also, proud. happy pride. Happy pride. Yeah. Love it. Honestly, like it's it's so freeing, like um, being out as bisexual because it's just like now I get to like enjoy and being like, yeah, happy like, pride. Be free, you know. Like I've honestly, I've met a lot of bisexual men, and every time I do, I'm just like, happy pride, because like sometimes, like you know, I feel like with guys that are bisexual, you don't ever really know until they mention it, and I'm like, yeah. happy pride. I love bisexual guys. I love bisexual guys. They're amazing. They're yeah, so shout hot. out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um. But yeah, I feel like, you know, (laughs) I honestly didn't mean to make this a segue, but like Jared and Anne was like, I feel like an anomaly. Like it was a very meet cute situation. Yeah, I know. That I feel like rarely happens. Yeah. Happy pride for them. Happy pride for them. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're not like uh, your LGBTQ relationship, it feels Mm -hmm. like it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because I feel, I feel like modern dating, not even in New York, but it just in general is all about the online swiping like it's really changed what dating is Mm, you know for sure yeah like um i don't know if you ever um on on not tinder on tiktok i watched this thing where it's like um this guy goes up to people in new york and like asks them how they meet each other have you seen that tiktok no tell me about it literally it's just like it's like a feed of this guy he like goes up to people i think it's mainly in soho and he's just like hey are you guys a couple and they say yeah and it's like how's the story of how you met and like i don't know they're just such cute stories and i'm like where are the? There's no way. There's no way. There's all these cute stories. We should, we should, we should do that. They're like the both of us and lie about it. Yeah, so like, wait. Dude, dude, would they believe that we're a couple? If, if I think if so? we hold hands long enough in Soho, some guy will come up to us. Yes, period. <laughs> it's not my first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's not mm-hmm. my first time. Though, like, I remember yeah. I went to. Uh, a gay bar back in uh, my hometown because I'm from Chile. Chile. Chile, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm from Chile. So I went uh, to a bar co- called Arcangel. Mm-hmm. And uh, the drag queen there hosting the show. I was with uh, my best friend at the time uh, mm-hmm. back in Chile. And they asked us if, like, we were a couple. And, like, she's, like, the biggest pansexual ever and, like, the biggest gay ever. And we were like, no, we're not. <laughs> but I was like, I'm interested in how would, like, they would, like, get into the... Uh, deduction that we were dating because yeah. like we were like we look really queer and that night especially so I mean it's just it's interesting because I feel like especially in gay culture it's just you're so 
you love each other. You just love everybody. I know. So it's, sometimes people think you're a couple when you're not. You're just friends. It's like a com- like the community. Sometimes it gets like so like bonded. It's like mm-hmm. a family. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the best part of the community. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that you feel like you have like a chosen family. Yeah. I also think it can make it confusing though, because sometimes I feel like I don't know if you are just want to be friends or if you actually like find me romantically attractive yeah i think that happens to me with men mostly mm-hmm. with like queer men yeah 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 and i'm like right now i'm like uh doing a lot better on like separating like friendships to like mm-hmm. something that would like potentially be like a romantic a yeah. romantic relationship and sometimes it's platonic you know i have like this big crush on this guy but uh he ends up being my friend mm-hmm. and yeah i think like that's like really confusing too mm-hmm. but like it's something that uh us in the community we need to like sort out yeah, yeah yeah okay so wait so how long have you lived in new york now uh so i'm about to turn two years like wow. uh i moved here uh june 23 uh, 23rd yeah. uh 2021 so like it's oh about to be two years i literally i hit my anniversary in new york on i think june 9th or june 7th i can't remember oh, like june i got yeah so congratulations yeah 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 yeah. it's um it's so surreal because i feel like so much has happened for me in this year um which is crazy because like i didn't really start dating because i you know i was in a relationship we broke up and i didn't really start dating dating until like the end of last year stopped for a long time and then now june hot girl summer i've been really hitting it hard period um so my question to you is how long have you been dating in new york were you like in a relationship or have you been dating consistently for the past two years i used to be in a relationship with this person uh i uh, they were from school you know Mm -hmm. it was like really like meeting school it was like cute at the beginning we had like our issues uh, like miscommunications and stuff like that. Uh, I still like I'm thankful for everything I learned in the moment. Uh, it ended pretty roughly. I mean, it didn't end like roughly. Like after that, I think it got roughly when we realized that maybe it wasn't like this fairy tale thing that we like both mm-hmm. envision at the moment. And this uh, is when you first came to New York. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like uh, the first like the first month. Like we started mm-hmm. dating like in September. Yeah, s- September and then like going on until like June of 2022. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of a long time, but then we knew that we didn't like need to like stretch it out more if we didn't feel like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm not bitter anymore about it. I'm like super grateful. Like every experience is an experience, you know, and um, sometimes it got toxic. Yeah, but like it was like both of our faults. It wasn't like uh, only like one person. I knew that I had like a lot of like growing up to do, but it was like, the most memorable like uh dating in new york kind of yeah. like uh thing i mean there's been like really good dates in there but like they're only like kind of like a one night situation mm. and i'm like tired of that yeah. and that it's so common in new york city like you get the, here and they're like just one night you have fun like you feel like you've done your best but then the the other person is like not into it and they were like you will like try to reach them the days after and they will like ghost you yeah and like i wonder if this is a phenomenon of new york or just 21st century dating in general but Mm. like we'll just say new york for now since it's like what our experiences are yeah yeah But like i think anyone listening anywhere who's young and dating can probably relate to all of this you know yeah um but yeah okay so question to you so how did you meet your first partner like was it through school? Was it through a dating app? Like- uh, first partner in here in New York yes, City? Yes, in New York City. Okay, so I met them uh, on school. Like, uh, yeah. they were, like, uh, in the same cohort as my one of my friends mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, so, like, uh, we 
not at the time like we we're still friends like uh, she's my chilean sister so like uh mm. we we're like bonded on to that it was her birthday on uh I forgot the date. Sorry, Connie. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the date, but it yeah. was like in the summer, you know. Mm-hmm. And she like uh, invited us to like this um, the uh, her dorm room and to like drink and stuff like that and talk. And then I met them in there, and we like uh, bonded pretty quickly. I think that was the main issue. I think it was like moved on, like like moved really quickly. Mm. And I think I thought I was ready for that. I thought I was ready for a relationship because it wasn't my first relationship. And I was, like, holding into myself a lot of love that I have to give to a person. I think that was the issue. Because, like, yeah. I thought, like, unfiltered love, mm-hmm. it's not good. Because, like, you need to know um, how much to give at first. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to love bomb the person, you know? Yes. Oh, my God. There's so many people out there that love bomb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, for those that don't know what love bombing is, do you want to explain, Blue, what love bombing is? It's mostly just, like... Uh, over like give a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. especially at the beginning to one person say like oh you're my everything you changed my life stuff like that and make them feel really uncomfortable because like (laughs) they cannot like tell you oh no it's not like that for me you know it's really like i'll see it now like i'm a 22 year old non-binary person i'll be like uh oh shit i used to blah bomb a lot you know because like you get really excited when you know someone that like you know like you relate to and respects you for who you are and then you just want to like be with them all the time so you love bomb them and it's so wrong and that's why it's so important to know what love bombing is so you don't just do it you know and you know what the problem is is just like i think for me is i fall in love so quickly i'm just such a i'm a i'm a hopeful romantic that's what i call myself same girl literally and so like and but i i know what love bombing is and i know it's not good because i literally did that in my last relationship on our first date and it wasn't even we didn't even meet in person it was over facetime and then afterward i texted him and said i loved him I've never admitted this to anyone. I've never admitted this to anyone, but I did it. I was also like low-key kind of in a manic kind of state. So it just, you know, felt really right. But I think that is my problem. I'm, I'm like a covert secret spy agent love bomber. Like in my in my mind, I am love bombing in my head. Just bombs are flying everywhere. And I just have to hold my tongue. Because I know I can't. Yeah, I like, can't. Because I know it's, it's not. Okay. It's not good. It's not fair to the other person. It's not fair to the other person. Yeah. But also, like, when we're growing up, we're not like taught about it. You know, yeah. like we need to like figure out now. There's like terms that we're like knowing right now, like thanks mm-hmm. to social media and stuff like that. We know that it's not good. Like, and y- like all the people uh, hearing this and watching this, I feel like it's okay if you make that mistake. Like, you're not a monster for doing that. Like, you're just really passionate and hopeless romantic like both of us are right now. And I think if you knew that you're, if you know that you're doing that right now, maybe, like, stop for two seconds. Just ask yourself if it's worth it because, like, you have to really meet the person, you know? Yeah, because I will say to all the fellow love bombers out there, um you don't know that person because on the first date they can be whoever you want them to be they're not exactly. you don't really know who their true self is yeah. and i've actually written a poem about this but like yeah okay, so do you want to share it's on my website you can find it yeah <laughs> but literally it's uh i think it's called the beauty of 
Greek mythologies, but basically it's a poem about how I thought I loved this guy. I thought I knew this guy. Mm -hmm. I thought we were going to save the world together. I thought he was going to be such a gentleman. Like I had visions. And that's my problem is like I have these visions of like what our life is going to be together. Like the the first date, I, I can picture it. I can see it. I can like taste it, whatever. And then in my experience, it was not that. He was not that person that I built him up in my head to be. And like, that's not fair on him either for me to have these like unrealistic expectations. But that's why I'm just like to everyone who wants, ooh, I hit the mic, sorry. Everyone (laughs) that wants, this is important. Everyone that wants to love bomb, don't do it because you can keep those feelings to yourself. Because, like, I do. I, I, I know I am a love bomber, <laughs> a secret love bomber, and I will remain secret. I will just continue to love that person. But I will hold my tongue until I actually get to know them because it takes time to get to know someone. And that's that. – I'll just leave it at that. Preach. Preach. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be like that. You're like, mm-hmm. you are supposed to make the, uh, these mistakes as you grow yes. up and you learn mm-hmm. about yourself, you know? Uh, you just – need to meet people you know like it even like applies to like friendships and stuff like that like that when is you meet, true like, too. like when you meet like uh someone that you really bond with you really want to like be with them and just like hang with them and stuff like that and sometimes it can, it can get you like really jealous to know that they actually have a life before you you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it, it will like happen to me too you know it's something that i needed to grow up from mm-hmm. uh like a lot of therapy a lot of journaling and a lot of like nights like just realizing that um but yeah it's like that you never um finish like knowing a person and uh, i think that's the magic of it like i think that is the beauty of it as well you get to like uncover all these layers about someone even if you've been dating them for 10 years three years one year you continue to learn things and that's the beauty of love exactly yeah but you know we can't find love in new york (laughs) Because it's really it's really hard. The struggle is real. The struggle is kind of real. Um, do you want to talk about your, if you don't mind, if you don't mind sharing your current dating experience now that, you know, you had your meet cute, you had that relationship, and now I'm assuming you're meeting people mostly through dating apps? Yeah, yeah. And how I'll, has that been for you, Blue? Ooh, it's been, uh, yeah. It's been interesting. Interesting. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. as a non-binary person, my options are kind of like a uh, little bit like limited. Mm-hmm. I, to- I told you about like Hinge and how like it kind of like shadow banned me for being like kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, because like I appear as a non-binary person and uh, I'm mostly looking for men, you know, and non-binary more 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 like present male presenting people because that's like when i'm uh you know vibing to uh so like they will i wouldn't like appear for them you know because they like of course they like say like they're looking for men and men only you know and uh i think that's pretty rough and uh on hinge uh but like in bumble and in tinder like i have my fair amounts of like people you know like people that i'm interesting in uh yeah you know in bumble it's been like really weird because like i match with people but they don't talk back like i said like no one talks on bumble like no one talks i literally deleted my bumble i thought it was the only one no no no, no. literally i've talked to multiple people about this it's just because the premise of bumble is that the girls message first so yeah right so like okay so actually question to you so what do you put your gender as you put non-binary on your thing right yeah yeah then who messages first on bumble 
Bumble, I often message first because I but like. Are you allowed to message first? I am allowed to message okay. first. Okay, yeah, because yeah, in the whole premise of Bumble is that men are not allowed to message first. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, so maybe that's why you have you always have to message first on Bumble if you're allowed to. So I guess non-binary and she/her people are allowed to. I think. I think maybe I'm wrong. I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Yeah. Next time I match with someone, I won't just gonna wait until like something happens. Maybe yeah. maybe that will work. Yeah. No. I I think that's what it is though. Um. That's okay. That's why I didn't. I I used. Okay. So I've tried Bumble in other cities, and I feel like it was pretty successful. Oh, but then maybe it's New York. Maybe it's New York because I literally would message and get radio silence like literally yeah it's like radio silence and then you have like 24 hours to like yeah. get a response if not like automatically like yeah like not like give the match away but wait you know what like let's that. like okay i actually like that like where we where we're at right now okay so bumble no one messages hinge is kind of judgy also like i've heard hinge's algorithm i heard from someone that because um, it is based off of an algorithm, and whoever you swipe on is who you see. So what I liked about Hinge is that I, I would swipe on a lot of females, and then I would see more females. Whereas in Tinder, it's mainly guys and like a little bit of girls. But I would say people would say that Hinge kind of beauty discriminates, where if you're quote-unquote not matchable, it'll put you with not matchable people. And then you don't see the really hot people is what is a theory maybe that, that I've heard. maybe that's why i have like that's mm-hmm. what happened to me because like i think i'm a pretty like you're not, hot thank you you too <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a hot person but like then uh uh for like my type yeah uh i'm not that attracted to my type because my type is attracted to other kind of type mm-hmm. and it was like uh like a thing like it just a stereotype honestly but it, it'd be like that sometimes like you know like sometimes you have a type and your type is not attracted to your type your yeah. type is attracted to another type of like people yeah and uh you don't match with them so mm-hmm. you get like the you have to like get with like your bare minimum and mm-hmm. say like oh they're cute but like i'm don't know you know and right. it's like no like nothing against like the you know how the person looks it's more about like your personal preference mm-hmm. and if you don't match with someone in one of those apps it doesn't mean anything about yourself it just means that the person is not interested yeah exactly yeah but i will say okay so then tinder the holy grail of dating apps i love I think, tinder <laughs> and that's what i've heard from multiple people too they love tinder I love Tinder because I think it has the widest pool of people, but I will say that Tinder is notoriously known for hookups in a way. Because like, okay, this is why why I say that. Let me show you why I say that. Because I do know people that have gotten married. I know so many people that have gotten married off of Tinder because I think there's such a wide pool of people. But literally some guy messaged me on Tinder and was just like, I think we matched on Hinge. And I was like, I deleted my Hinge. Maybe we did match. And then he was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. But you kept Tinder. Why is that? Like, it's a hot take. And I'm like, do so you think I'm going to hook up with you? No, no, no. I just, you know, so like that's that's why I say that. But in, you, I know. You, what do you have to say? Tell me. I have to say, like in gay culture, mm-hmm. uh, Grander is the one to like hook up. But yeah. like you don't I mean, yeah. you don't find couples in Grander. Yeah. Uh, 
but you and tinder is kind of like the romantic one like you Mm. find you i mean now they have like this option i don't know if you know like the option that says like long term open for sure like you know i think that's really helpful nowadays because like you can like match with people that are actually looking for the same that you're looking for but like in tinder like for the gay people i think it's more like serious you know really yeah but but okay wait so grinder honestly is mainly for like male presenting like i've I've never heard of any of like female no i I don't see not females in Mm -hmm. there uh yeah it's more like for male presenting it's kind mm-hmm. of like fire island you yeah. know <laughs> you go there yeah. you see a lot of male presenting yes. gay people yes 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 and you know it's it's good sometimes to like have like a lot of like maybe they can like do like an option to have like for you know for women looking for women non-binary looking for non-binary like you know like it that would be amazing honestly it would be an amazing feature but like for now, it's like a safe space for like gay men, you know. Yeah, and I think it's nice that it is a safe space. But I agree, they could like maybe expand because like the thing is like, what if Grinders just known as the hookup, and they can just embrace that for all yeah. sexual orientations and genders and whatever. You right? know what's the funny thing? Yeah, like one of the like the best dates I've had are always things of Grinder, and it's not even with Tinder; it's with Grinder. Really? Like people, like. Now I'm doing this thing that I don't like talk to people that much. I wait for people to text me and then like I will like uh, respond back and see what yeah. the vibe is, you know, depending if I like uh, like uh, like them physically, of course. Mm. Um, but yeah, like that would like be the thing. And uh, sometimes it like fl- uh, flow really good and uh, better than Tinder sometimes. And I'm like impressed by that. I'm like. Well, how come? Like, the Tinder yeah. is supposed to be the romantic one. So, okay, wait. For those of them that have never been on Grindr, don't know about Grindr, what is, like, it like? Because I think... Because you can literally see someone that's 500 feet away from you, right? It's yes. literally just by distance. Based on location, yeah. So, yeah, what is, like, the interface, like, of Grindr? So, uh, you say you log in, you see, like, all of the profiles that are, like, close to you. Also, you see the fresh ones that are, like, the people that recently, recently so joined. So, you don't have to swipe. You literally see based off of distance. Yeah, you don't have to swipe you can like uh press one profile and like uh give them a tap which is like this fiery thing and say like oh i'm attracted to you you know Uh, but people don't do not like taps so much (laughs) uh and you can like talk to them immediately you don't have to match with them so it's more like uh so that is literally unlike any dating app that's out there yeah yeah Yeah. you just like you can talk to the person and uh in grinder is like now it's really like settled like if you like the person you were like gonna text back and if not you're not and that's good like people accept that and then like move on if someone doesn't text them back honestly mm. sometimes it's hard for me to do that. i mean not right now but like it used to be really hard for me to like oh you're not attracted to me oh my god <laughs> but like i ever like i now you don't give now. a fuck now you're hardened your shell is hard i uh, yeah i'm you're so jaded. hard i'm, <laughs> I'm shaded as fuck <laughs> no the thing is that mm-hmm. um Sometimes the the same thing that I was saying, like yeah. sometimes you're looking for your type, but your the your your type is not mm-hmm. like my type, yeah. like your type, you know, like you don't match. Uh, like I think I should like <laughs> probably explore beyond my type now to see, like discover things, cause like maybe like I'm I'm not attracted to my type, and it's mm. nothing wrong, nothing to do with me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I take care of my physical aspect i think i'm beautiful you know so are you Thank uh you. and yeah i think for all people out there that is that are like doubting on like the physical mm-hmm. aspect um you're not the problem the mm-hmm. thing is p 
people need to be attracted to you and that's the whole premise of situations you know especially with dating apps it's pretty much like visual you know it is very visual i will say like if someone has a profile that's just pictures and no bio oh no even if they're gorgeous handsome beautiful gorgeous i will literally not swipe because it's like you don't you can't put one thing you can't put nothing besides your picture no that's, that's like a, a big deal breaker flag. yeah deal breaker literally yeah. deal breaker you can be the hottest person in the world you don't put anything deal breaker for sure and like my bio isn't even that strong like no you have to put a couple of things about yourself yeah. what you like what you feel yeah. like passionate about and you don't have to like do like Wait, a whole paragraph about literally it. okay let me tell you my my bio is literally let's skip the awkward texting and just meet Maybe that's why I had so many. Dates wait, I, I I wanna I wanna search for my bio, bio now so I can like. Uh... Wait, okay, wait. Should we compare? Yeah, should yeah. Let's do it. Bios. Okay, hold on. Um, wait. Okay, phone? you know what? We're gonna start another segment. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna find our phones. We're gonna um, yeah. Do we're gonna look at each other's bios and we're gonna critique them. And we're gonna be right back. We'll okay. be right back. Bye. <laughs> okay, so we are back. We're um, back. You can see <laughs> that the framing is a little bit different. Hopefully the lights look better. Um, I'm still learning how to light and film properly. So if anything, the audio sounds amazing. Filming, not so great. But we're here. We're here. We're here. And we're queer. We're queer. Get used to it. Yes. Okay, so now we're going to judge each other's Tinder profiles. (laughs) Can I judge yours first? Sure. Go for it. (laughs) All right. Wait, stop. This first photo is so good. I know, right? My brother took that for me. Shout out for him. That's so cute. Yeah. That's hot. That's hot. Okay. Okay, look. Cute. Cute little, cute little pic. The white tank. I know. This one is one of my favorite photos of you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like it? I like this one a lot. Uh, I like it too. Mm -hmm. Very sexy. 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 So sexy. Also, I love how you end with like kind of like the same, but like in a little smile. I, that was completely unintentional. Really? Also, shout out to my uh, my um, anthem right there, yes. uh, Ryan Beatty. He's the best. I'm seeing him on September, actually. Oh my god, that's so exciting! I don't know who he is, but from this tiny little photo, I think he's really cute. Oh, he's really cute. No, yeah. uh, he he was like um, this teen star back then. Yeah. And he was like. Uh, premise to be like the next Justin Bieber or something like that but he chose his own path he realized that that he wasn't going to be targeted for women so he targeted Mm. himself for men so uh, men and the LGBTQ community and everyone there that wants to listen to him but really queer Mm -hmm. and he came out and realized who he was and yeah I admire him so much because like that's uh, like a rough path to like go through like having like your career already planned out to be who you're not mm-hmm. and then going from making like commercial pop to like your own type of music he uh, also sang with uh the uh, boy group brock hampton yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he used to like make vocals for them nice. and so he was like kind of known for that but he was like in the shadows making that so like yeah yeah i love that yeah. that's so cool i love that you have um bruises off the peach as well because i feel like that's such a good title for a it's song. an amazing song so the yeah. lyric says uh i cut all the bruises off the peach not as beautiful but still as sweet that's very poetic yeah i, I know really he's like really bad that. that whole I album really is like really that. poetic yeah i will say okay so um out of all your pictures i think 
I think the first one is my favorite, which is yeah. a good thing. The first one should always be your favorite. I know. It, it is my yeah. favorite, too. You look really hot in this photo. And you I know. I like... You a little bit. Yeah, I know. Look at it, too. And, like, the thing is, like, I feel like when it, whenever a person is, like, completely, like, abs, naked, mirror selfie, unattractive. I know. Immediately no. I know. I know. No. I know. Yeah. But this is so tastefully done. Yeah, because you'll have, like, yes. the outfit in there. Mm-hmm. You have, like, the Central yes. Park in the background, you know. It's yes. kind of, like, attractive, yeah. you know. Like, I feel I feel, I feel attracted to okay. people. Ah. And then for those that are not watching the podcast or even, because I'm not even showing it very well, but basically it's blue and it's a really sexy black vest. Um, and that's it. Very, like, Aladdin you know it's really cute sunglasses yeah the little like cherry blossomed it's cherry blossom yeah it's a cherry, cherry blossom tattoos kind of showing a little smirk very 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 cute okay so um do you mind if i read your about me go for it <laughs> so blues about me is let's laugh and embrace our cringe <laughs> you're cringing right now embrace it embrace it, embrace it. um you can take the bitch out of the hustle, but you can't take the hustle out of the bitch. Data Essence Hall. Yeah, that's my favorite drag queen ever. Wait, I Shout love out it. to her. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love that. Yeah, I know. You no, take like, the bitch out of the hustle, but you can't that, take the hustle. Like, that phrase always made me mm. laugh so hard. And mm. I feel like if someone like likes a RuPaul's Drag Race and see that yeah. phrase, they're going to appreciate it and probably like be like uh, <laughs> a little like push to talk to me. You know? Honestly, you're just like, like so creative. So much more creative than mine. Okay, and then you're like, lastly, let's talk music, let's go party, and go crazy. Actually, I want to tell you something about that. Yes. So, uh, my friend Emil right now, I mm-hmm. do, like, we went on a date first thanks to Tinder. And then we realized that we were, like, uh, wanted to be friends. But uh, he got really, like, uh, interested on me by only that, like, that last phrase that you just read. Mm. So, I, like, I was, like, still, like, doubting it. And he said that he was, like, really charming. So, I was, like, okay, I'm just going to leave it there then. Yeah. And I will say, like, I do, um, I do like how you filled out, like, the basics lifestyle and interests. Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like the, those, those are, yeah, like, yeah, really, yeah. like, on. Uh, important to like feel i'm no not not really important but like some if you like someone want wants you to meet you like wait i think you're right i think i need to fill this out more because i think i know what i want in these but i just never filled them out i mean but you like giving great ones without it <laughs> so like be proud of yourself yes yes okay okay this is okay i will say 10 out of 10 love it period Okay, good um okay I so see yours now. yes okay so for those of you who are watching so it's i'm filming on my phone um so i can't show you on my phone but i have it um i have the url of my tinder and the only reason why i know this and i hope this guy never listens to this podcast but literally we had a facetime date and then he pulled up my tinder profile on his computer and i felt like it was an interview i'm so sorry I'm not going to give your name because I don't want to like, really identity. Yeah. But literally, it was just like we had a FaceTime date and he was just like typing away. And he's like, oh, sorry, I don't mean to like distract you. I'm just looking at your Tinder profile while we're like. So job the- interesting. And you know what? You know what, was, you know what was crazy? He unmatched me like before we met. Oh. And it's, and it's to keep his Tinder clean, I guess. Like. Oh, you weren't like talking? No, something? we were talking, but we, he got my number. And he said that immediately after you get someone's number, he deletes their profile. I feel like that's a little weird, right? It is a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a cool guy. I learned a lot of cool things from him. Don't hate. It was a really great date. 
Anyways, so this is how I know that I can send it to you. So the problem is apparently you can't see all my stuff. So I'll tell you, my stuff, my profile literally is let's skip the awkward texting and just meet. And I feel like it's been very effective and I agree. Let's skip it and let's just meet in person. But you yeah, can, no, you can I, judge I my photos. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Well, like that phrase yeah. is really good because like mm-hmm. people would like uh, really uh, just like comfort on like just uh, talking. Well, also, it's just like, I feel like texting and meeting person is so different because you can have great text chemistry and then you meet in person. Terrible in person chemistry. So yeah, that happened to me have, a couple of times. Yeah, I'd rather have like better in person chemistry and then meet and then do the texting. No, yeah, I think it's a really, it's a really good uh, thing to like put in your bio. Mm-hmm. So, that's, but that's literally, I think I need to fill mine out more. So, I mean, yeah, but like that's why like the little information in there that you can like press yeah. is that for so you don't have to write a lot and they yeah. don't have to like be. Uh, reading on endless uh, Tinder profile. To be fair, I literally bio. made my Tinder profile a couple weeks ago. I'm not even kidding. I made it like beginning of June. <laughs> and <laughs> it has made her like go into a lot of dates. So I've, I've gone yes, a couple Stacey. dates. A couple dates. A couple <laughs> dates. Anyway, so you can judge my photo. Okay, the thing is, okay, this is another thing I want to tell people while you're looking at my photos. Um... I feel like people oftentimes put old photos. I try to put really recent photos, like literally from a couple, like a month ago max. That's important. Is my thing. So yeah. go ahead, judge. The first one, it's amazing. It's really natural. It's a selfie, you know. Natural so, selfie. Natural yes. selfie. So like mm-hmm. you have like just like been like your personality in there, like who you are. You're wearing the, the beautiful I'm literally top. wearing the same top. Yeah, actually. but it, she looks so good in it, right? <laughs> I was right? not planning on doing that, but yes, no, I'm but like, the same top as my Yeah, like we weren't planning to show her Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I actually have a question for you. So all the clothes that you wear in your Tinder profiles, do you feel like you can't wear them at dates? I feel like I can't wear this top at I dates. W- I like I didn't think about that. <laughs> Shit, now that you're thinking about it? Now I'm thinking about it. I yeah. mean... I don't really care, and I, I feel like people wouldn't like care at least that like they're yeah. like viewing my like uh, my profile like twenty four seven. Maybe it's the fashionista in me. I'm just like I can't yeah. see the same outfit as my profile picture. Yeah, probably. I I, I, I think about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Sometimes I don't really want to overthink how I'm dressed. Because when it hits, it hits. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the second one is like really cute. You know, you uh-huh. show like your quirks, you yeah. know, like you like, oh, well, where's this? This was in Dijon in France. Dijon in France. Oh, it's really recent then. You mm-hmm. see, she was just in France, I was guys. was just in France, yes. Uh, this beautiful, you know, like your outfit is giving. Thank uh, you. Like it's, it's, it's cool. Like, you know, like you like to go to places and not only take like the basic photos in front of like uh, Eiffel Tower <laughs> and say like, oh yeah, I went to France. No, you took yeah. like a real like original picture mm-hmm. somewhere because that's such a deal. I was talking about my, uh, with my brother about this yeah. and like, like monuments of pictures, like you see like you, you, you are like posting like this. With a smile. There's yeah. such a deal breaker for me. I'm like, I cannot do it. You have to go far farther from that. You gotta go for the voguing. You gotta go for like the, this pose, the stunting. Not you just have like to, the you have cheesing. To, yeah. yeah, and you have to go to like all the obscure places and take photos in there. Oh, 100%. That makes you like 50% more uh, interesting when you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I really like that. Thank you. Their photo, I, I think it was in Beyonce's concert. Beyonce's concert. <laughs> I'm yes. so jealous. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it looks... I love how you know where all my moments are. <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, it's just I recognize that mm-hmm. you yeah. look so good. In it. This one, this one is my favorite. Thank you. Yeah, I this appreciate it. Like my favorite. You look so hot in that. Your hair looks incredible. Honestly, my friend was saying the same thing. I've learned how to do he- heatless curls. That's that's the move. I learned how to do it. The problem is it only lasts one day. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah but like sometimes you just want to have it yeah. one day. Literally, I plan my hair washes now. Or it's just like I will wash because I have to wash my hair wet and then do the heatless curls. It's a whole process. But now I plan it because I want my hair to look exactly like that. Yeah, no, it yeah. looks incredible. Thank you. I appreciate it. Then you have this one that is like so Free, beautiful. I love the pants. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's really like yeah. you show like I feel I feel like in your photos you show your personality and something that I in my profile I cannot show because like in my photos I try to look like fashionable, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes do not uh, like reflect my personality in my photos. That's why I feel so much like the bio and like the little mm. things in there. Like people can actually know me. Uh, but like I feel this like a good reflection yeah. of who you are as a person. Honestly, you know? this is like like I said, I made this to like almost like two two weeks ago. So I, these are very recent. And usually I don't do personality pics, but I try to do a few more in this. Yeah, no, it's amazing. personality pics are nice. Yeah, they're nice. They're like really attractive. I and for those who are literally, I have my hands up, purple pants in a yeah. field of flowers. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have Sunny. Sunny, you have to have your animal in there if you have an animal. Like I should, should yeah. like I should like uh, yeah. Right now, like my sister is about to move out from New York City, yeah. so she will take her cat back. Oh. So I don't have like my pet. But that's cat. your uncle, your uncle cat. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Sunny, she's stunning. Mm-hmm. A stunning Siamese cat. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looks amazing in this picture. Yeah. And it's really like a catch for people that actually like. Uh, you know, like uh, are a cat person yeah. and be like, oh, they have a cat. Let's go for it. <laughs> yep. And they have this picture. It's <laughs> so hot. It's on the beach of France, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What right, What beach in France? This one, I literally took my headphones off because I was, I knew you were going to go to this one and I was like, it's my sexy. If they didn't like any other photo, they'll like this one because it's literally me in a bikini with my tattoo showing. Oh, yeah, that tattoo looks it's, stunning it's, in there. It's the one that catches them if they don't like everything else. Yeah, so it's on a beach in Bordeaux. Um, it's in Arcachon, which is like 45 minutes away from Bordeaux. Yeah. And I took a really sexy bikini pic, and that's my last one. That's, that's, that's the one that hooks them, you know? I would say it's a 9.5 only because my favorite pictures are not first. <laughs> Oh. And like you re- rearrange the pictures, yeah, girl. Yeah. You had a ten out of ten, but like, Thank yeah, you. that's the whole thing. Like, I think like your bio right now is like short and like sweet and simple. It's to the point. It's, it's to what the I point. want to do. I just want to meet. Yeah. yeah, no, I have seen a lot. Like back in Chile, they do like this whole like paragraph, so like presenting themselves, and no oh. one has time for that. Wait, in Chile, that's what they do is paragraphs. I mean, not like uh in Chile, but like in Latin America, I see like a lot of like. <laughs> paragraphs of like presenting themselves and saying like the silly jokes and stuff like that they're not even that funny i didn't even know that no and it's more like in more like uh uh i would say like men to women mm. i've seen a lot of like uh this kind of bios that they explain themselves a lot and stuff like that i think like it's good if you like that but like ain't nobody got time to like read about it <laughs> literally i know people that don't even read bios they just go off of pictures and i'm like i have to at least look. no no at the glance so uh what like i i wanted to ask you about that like how do yes. you like uh how do you like matt like like someone in tinder mm. what's like your process because i have a process okay oh wait okay i oh that's a good question i think um they they have to not look 
douchey. Because I feel like there's some profiles that literally you look like a complete asshole. Especially with men. I feel like with women, they know. But with men, it's like, did you not run this by your friends? Do you not think you look like a complete asshole? Shirtless pick. Or, in front or, of a car. Or in front of a car. Or also, okay, when someone literally all their photos have sunglass photos. Like, okay, it's like, it's okay to have a few. I think it's hot. It's nice. Yeah. But all of them are. I'm like, why? Why are all your photos sunglass photos? Like, I know. You have to, like, show your eyes. Yeah, so, like, there's, like, clear flags that I look at. Um, but I think also it's it's funny because, like, I don't have a very witty bio. But if there's a witty bio, it, it kind of draws me. And then I do look at, like, interests. If they're interested in, um, like, board games or travel or poetry, I really like that. Um, and then I think it's just guys <laughs> or girls that just look really creative. If you have, like, creative passions and hobbies, immediate immediate swipe um and then yeah i think and if you're just conventionally attractive to me i think is what i look at okay but like it's not a methodical process okay it's not a methodical which i feel like you might have a methodical process what is your process (laughs) what is your process (laughs) i gotta go with the shallow route wait tell me because i want to know so first i see like if i like him like i like them Mm -hmm. uh like physically of course yeah because like if not i don't have any business to like uh actually that's so true I'll, i try not to be like shallow but it's true if, if, if you're not physically attractive the, the, i'm literally the, not looking at you that's the thing about like dating apps like you cannot go like uh, like personally <laughs> because you're not knowing the person like in material you're not talking yeah. to them so you cannot like uh like them or fall in love with them just yes. based on personality so like when it comes to like uh, dating apps, it's first it's like the photos, of course, mm-hmm. and then if I like the photos, I go back and see if they have a, a bio, and see if like that bio like actually um, resonate with me and say like, oh, um, we like we can like uh, you know have something in common and like talk about it and stuff like that, and uh, then if they don't, of course I don't uh, like like them. Uh, but if they do, of course it's like an immediately thing, and yeah. I think uh, the things that like. Uh, like takes me up to like someone it's like if they like like music you know they like uh uh broadway or stuff like that you know if they like uh uh coffee shops bars and stuff like that i feel like if they like like going outside to do stuff i think that's a really cute thing especially with music because i i don't know if like you would believe me when i tell you this because uh there's some people that says like, oh, yeah, I don't listen to a lot of music. Yeah, people do say that. It's like, that's the, like, that's, that's the big death. red flag. Red that's flag. the death for me. Like, we love music, right? I, I do love music. I will say sometimes I go into a habit of listening to the same music. Oh, but that's okay. You still listen to music. Yeah, yeah. No, music is like, okay, I will say, this is so funny. I, um... I was listening to music only on my Google Homes because I have these great headphones. Because of fucking Apple, they don't, they, they're like literally like, they're not wireless. And so I literally had to get an adapter to hook it up. And when I went to my trip in Europe, I bought the adapter because I was like, I'm gonna be on a long flight. I have to listen to music. And in a weird way, I got back into music, so I was really only listening to it. That's amazing. On my AirPods, like on my AirPods at work, but like literally listening to it on professional st- studio. It's just now I now I got back into music, so I don't, don't want to hate on anyone that like doesn't listen to music as much because I like didn't do it for a while. 
because I didn't have the right equipment. No, and yeah, I that's blame the... Apple because I didn't have the. Suggestion. Yeah, I think like that's mm-hmm. a pretty like th- uh like a thing that happened. A lot of people they use Apple when yeah. they stopped doing the original uh, the, the headphone jack. kind of yeah, yeah the literally aux. you literally had to get wireless headphones and I had wireless headphones and then I broke them so then and the thing is like they sometimes don't connect like this cord is reliable you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. but I agree like music is really important I music agree now I now I mean I've always thought music was important. But now, especially, I'm just like, you have to listen to something and have to be passionate about something. Some kind of music. Any kind so, of music. Any, like, any kind of music. Not even like music. Like, be passionate about something. Like, I have, like, talked to some people that, like, just complain about their work. And then I ask, oh, like, do you have, like, any other, like, passions or stuff like that or hobbies that you, like, like to do? And I say, no, I just work. And it's like. That's a turnoff for me. Because, like, I have my 9 to 5 job and I love it so much. But, like. If you don't do anything besides your nine to five, I think that's kind of a red flag because I have a lot of creative hobbies outside of my nine to five. No, that's the thing. Like, uh, you like have this job, and it's okay that you have a job. Like, that's cool. But like, there should be a life beyond this. And I know like a lot of it is because of, like we need the money and stuff like that. But like sometimes we still have time for like something you know like a thing that we do like in the meantime to relax ourselves Mm -hmm. i think like uh i mean i feel for those people because like you know they're in like a lot of pain honestly because like it's the really like intense you know it has to be really intense something like a lot of like issues happening in there so you don't have like anything else that you want to offer to the people Mm -hmm. and I, 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 yeah, I feel bad, like, because, um, for example, I was talking to this guy that we, like, uh, went from Tinder to, uh, Snapchat, and I was, like, asking him what, like, what he liked to do, and he said, oh, no, I'm boring, and stuff like that, like that, and I was, like, okay, I'm gonna give you a chance, because, like, you say you're boring, but maybe you have, like, stuff, he was, like, he, he, like, convinced my, like, he convinced me that he was boring, so I was, like, lost interest. Yeah, it's like if you think you're boring and all you do is your work and you hate your job. It's not a thing if you love your job and you're passionate about it. I think that's a big turn on for me. It's like if you have a passion and you love what you do, regardless if it's your hobby or your job or whatever, so you love it. There's nothing more like um, attractive attractive than (laughs) someone that talks about their passions for me. For me too. Yes. Um, And speaking of passions... Um, tell me, so do you have anything that you're so passionate about that you want to sincerely shout out on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. I want to start my drag career soon. I'm so, so passionate about drag. Like drag is something that, uh, took me out of the closet, literally, like in 2015, back in 2015. Snatched you out. Yeah, I know. It's such such a a good thing to talk about, like Mm -hmm. even in Pride Month right now. Yes uh drag like saved my life like like it's amazing what like this performance do to me i mean i'm a performer already i'm a musical theater actor so like i i understand performances and stuff like that but there's something about drag queens that gave me so much joy and so much like passion you know like you perform a, the rhythm of your favorite songs you like uh uh, go with like the audience and make them feel really good. I love performing like in front of an audience. I think that's amazing. 
uh like shout out to all the drag queens i know it's been really hard especially this year with all of the bills passing through yeah i'm so yeah. i'm so happy that tennessee like already like uh said like no we are not banning drag performance and that's really amazing but like it's been hard you know it's been hard to be your queer self this year in the united states on uh, this smaller states maybe not in new york maybe not in california because like we have like this progressive like mindset in here already that mm-hmm. it's hard to erase but like in this smaller states we have like drag bands and drag like uh yeah. and uh banning like trans health care uh it's tragic it's honestly. tragic yeah. it's like uh dystopian honestly very much so because yeah and i'm i'm like so i get really emotional when i talk about like queer people because they're my family at this point like they they go through what i go through and sometimes even worse uh and yeah they're my heroes drag queens are my heroes like they're my everything sincere shout out to all the drag queens out there all the drag queens out there literally all the aspiring drag queens all the out, publicly mean, out drag queens yes. yeah no because it's it's an art form it's an art form that you should pursue and there should be no like like laws against it there should be no legislation saying that you can't do it it's the same thing as sorry i keep hitting my mic it's the same <laughs> thing as like um you know like bordeaux experiences or just like you know anything like any kind of like theater broadway any kind of experience it's literally just another form to express yourself. Yeah. And there's no reason why it should be gatekeeped. Yeah. There's literally no reason. Yeah, no one. Like, you have drag queens for literally everyone. Like, every taste. There's, like, drag yes. performance that you can, like, enjoy, you know? Like, it's it's magical. It's a magical thing. When you go to a drag show, you feel such joy mm-hmm. that you won't feel anywhere else. Yeah. You know, it's a special joy. Because you feel joy in every everything, like, you like to do. But in a drag show, you feel a joy that it's, like, undescriptable, honestly. Like It's undescribable. Like, if you've never been yeah. to a drag show, you should go. Yeah. And it's just, I love that Pride and, like, Pride Month is just represented by a rainbow. Because it's just so sparkly and nice and colorful. And I love that that's our symbol. It's yeah. Just Not your symbol, gay. Target. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Okay, I appreciate Target for trying, though. Yeah, me they too. They tried. They tried. And yeah. then I appreciate that. On Fire Island, when I went to Fire Island, yes. there was this guy that was, mm-hmm. that like, of course, like, laughing about it. They, uh, they bought this uh, shirt that Target merch. And it says, <laughs> live, love, uh, live, love, lesbian. Live, love, lesbian. Cool. <laughs> it was laugh. Live, love, lesbian. Live, love, lesbian. Because the thing is, I'm just like, who are the ones in Target coming up with this merch? Are you truly gay? Would you truly wear this if you but were queer? Honestly, this camp right now. So like, I need to just appreciate <laughs> yeah. it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, so we we've been talking for literally like an hour. Okay, so we gotta wrap this up. So tell me, Blue. What are your media obsessions? Okay, so right now, I'm really obsessed with this K-pop group. Yes, I really, and, really want to see it. I'm so excited. Yeah, yes. so I have it right here. It's this album. It's called Unlock My World by From Is Nine. From Is Nine is more like a uh, unknown group of uh, in Korea, but like they're getting like uh, their hype that they honestly they deserve. Uh, yeah, it's this group. Uh, they were they used to be nine uh, people, but one of them left. And this is their first comeback. There's eight, uh, and honestly, it's 
it, they're amazing. They do like this album. I would say it's like really like gay music because yes. they like yes. a lot of like yes. club anthems, you know, mm -hmm. to like move and stuff like that, like dance and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, here's the album. I can like open it a lot right now because it has a lot of content. Oh my, let me. Yeah. The thing is, I love how their album has a like book. the package. It's literally a book. If you haven't seen it, it's like a yeah, beautiful well, let me, book. Let me show, there's let me the show CD. There's stickers. There's little postcards of their faces and yeah. selfies. I love. Like, look at this. I love South Korean pop culture. It's the best. Yeah, it's literally the best. She's stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah, I love Gorgeous. her so much. Yes. No, they uh they they like uh because I was losing a lot of like um motivation in k-pop lately uh but like then they appeared again and i was like yeah that was my Are moment they on that, um the playlist that you mentioned on spotify that's like oh yeah that's like there's this kate hoover called yeah. uh, aj nugu and uh, she's so great like she always like reads all like the k-pop groups but like she does this amazing playlist and this uh there's this one uh you, you'll put a link in it yes i'll put a link in the bio and, of this um podcast so if you can go on daisyshdays.com you'll see it period mm -hmm. so it's basically like gay like pride month music like k-pop music mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like underground uh k-pop artists that does a lot of like you know house music club music you know like uh y2k inspired r&b and stuff like that they're like really targeted to gay people honestly because that's like that's like the people that resonate with that music. Queer people, black people, uh, mostly those two, honestly, that are like the ones that like resonate that. with that. And um, I resonate with that a lot because like that made me shake my ass. Shake your ass. Shake That's your the ass. best type of music. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll Any link shout that. out for you? Oh, any shout outs for me? Um, so I have been... Honestly, like it sounds like so weird, but I've been shout out myself because <laughs> I've 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 um, recently come out as um, being a poet and like writing poetry. I saw. <laughs> you know? Yes. I've been writing it for almost like over ten years now, and like I've just literally, I would say, last year really owned up to the fact that I am a poet so I've been like reading a lot of my old journals and stuff and being like yeah I think I'm ready to publish all this stuff um so yeah I'll shout out myself because I am also a media obsession and I want to be a media obsession and I'm going go to, to her Instagram like right <laughs> ASAP right now I'm go starting to post check. my poetry on Instagram they're yeah. beautiful reels like you're gonna you're gonna feel them you really like them I love them I, really, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, no, yeah. I appreciate that so much yeah. because I'm a songwriter too, so I have like a lot yes. of lyrics in there that I will. Shout out yourself. I keep hitting my mic. Shout out yourself for real. Yeah, yeah no, I like, I'm just starting. So like uh, you you cannot like see anything yet since I'm like starting my career. It's like a lot of like multi-hyphenate, uh, like apart from like acting and stuff like that. Right now I'm like really dedicating into acting and stuff like that. But like I will have a lot of my piece of media yes. soon, I hope. To have everything so you can see it. Yes. Okay, so you have to come back on this podcast when you release your first song. Yes, I yes. will. I will. Yes. I will come and make a uh, promo. <laughs> okay, good. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, um, I think this is good. We've literally talked for an hour, so and it's been so fun. Yeah. I've truly enjoyed you on this podcast. <laughs> Honestly, one of my too. favorite podcasts in the world. Like, ah. seriously. Like, this has been such a smooth conversation. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's been so fun. So, um... 
You'll have to come back on. I will come back soon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope Thank you have a daisy-ish day. Daisy-ish day. Woo! Woo! Okay, bye. <laughs>